welcome to the Dancing Bear Enlightenment Academy Holistic Spiritual Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Beverly. Today, our wonderful guest is Kate Hartsong, a speaker, author, coach, and Reiki master. Her journey is a colorful fabric woven with profound wisdom and transformative insights from which her clients and audiences benefit. Her deep passion, empowerment, and intuition is generously shared with others who often comment on her calming energy, authenticity, and caring. Today, she will talk to us about how chaos leads to positive outcomes. Welcome, Kate. Oh, it's such a delight to be here, Beverly. Thanks for having me. We're happy to have you. So I always start with, tell us your transformative story. How did you get started? Why is this your passion? Yes, yes. Thanks for asking. I would probably start by saying uh, briefly from my childhood, as it always ends up with so many people. Uh, when I was two and a half years old, I actually fell out of a window and story and a half high. And yeah, I was a curious toddler, but I fell out of a window, of course, you know, shocking my parents. And that was so amazing. I ended up landing on a patch of grass and on either side was uh, cement. I feel like I was really being guided and protected. As a result, though, I lost most of my hearing and the Way back then, they did not have the technology of the type of hearing loss that I could wear hearing aids. So through my grade school and junior high and high school, I did not have hearing aids. And people thought I was stuck up. They thought something was wrong with me. I had so much shame and and no self-esteem. Plus, there were dynamics with my family. very dysfunctional situation. And that brought a lot of uh, shame within myself. So I grew up with like so many of us did. I grew up with such shame and no sense of self-worth thinking I wasn't worth anything, thinking that I was a mistake. Mm -hmm. And I think it was in my twenties, early twenties that I noticed these people around me in college, they were happy. They were Some of them were in their power, and it was so opposite of me, anxious and just frustrated. So I knew I had to make a change, and I think there was something inside of me, an impetus that helped me to realize I need to take classes or do some self-help, which I did, and I had psychotherapy, I did EMDR, I did a lot of stuff, Um, and I was able, able to overcome all of this over many years of a lot, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't change my childhood for anything because it gave me the depth of compassion and and the understanding and the passion that I have today because I am much more confident. I've gotten rid of my shame, but I recognize that I, like anyone, we're all equal. We're all the same. And I have gifts but everyone else has gifts. Mm-hmm. So it's just gotten a, a rich sense of um, depth and compassion. 
and a massive amount of sense of serving others. So this is where I've come into my work and feeling how important it is to be empowered and wanting so much for other people to know <laughs> it is possible to make change. I'm all about transformation and I'm living proof, right? <laughs> so this is why I, I do what I do. That's really awesome. Um, so how do you help people then take their own chaos uh, and transform it? Yes, I do this through my public speaking as well as uh, I'm a coach, a life coach. And I'm also doing it uh, as an author through two books. And uh, we can talk about that later. But my the way I do this is I really help people to know and of course, they have to put their work into it. Um, you know, they need to be engaged. Uh, but my clients, you know, they realize it's a collaborative effort through the coaching or when I'm doing my speaking. What I do is I really empower people to know it is possible to make change. This is the big thing. It's like my mission of my business is to empower people to embrace and to harness their inherent creative ability so that they can feel better and they can radiate their own inner peace and joy and then sharing that with others. So I really do a lot of um, acknowledgement, tools for empowerment, simple tools for raising confidence. Um, and then of course they need to do the work. But through this, I've had clients transform feeling better, feeling more like, well, it is possible for me to be out there and have what I want, or it is possible for me to make change. So I think the biggest message for me to my clients, to your audience here on the other podcasts I've done, speaking engagements, my whole biggest message is we can and we should make change because we have that capacity. And we are not victims. <laughs> not victims and we're not stuck. <laughs> and we're not stuck unless yeah. we want to be. But yeah. who wants to be? <laughs> not once you realize you're stuck, you want to get out of that. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So what are you seeing is pretty common today in the world with people right now? Hmm. Well, I'm seeing two different things and I'm sure there's many more. One is with around me and I think through the world, there's so much fear. I mm -hmm. think there's an even more increase of anxiety and stress and fear and depression than there ever has been in so many years or ever. And I think it's because of all the shifts and the changes, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of not knowing what's going on, what is happening. And there are so many elements and way beyond the capacity of this podcast. But one of them, I believe, is having low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And there's many reasons for that, warranted or otherwise. Um, so this is one thing I'm seeing, that there's so many people who are just hurting. I believe, I know that everyone is divine. Everyone is phenomenal. Everyone is a child of the universe, but when they act out or they do, or they are criminals or whatever, 
they're doing it from a place of pain. It's not to excuse their behavior, but they're doing it from that deep place of pain and they want help. It's a cry of help. Mm -hmm. The other group of people I see are so many people who are starting to or have already awoken. They are awoken. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's not a word. <laughs> they're waking up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, they are getting that inner guidance or however to step up and to realize I can make change like I went through and so many others who have gone through a transformative experience, so many of us have, to recognize that, yes, I can be a catalyst for change in my own life. And when I'm done enough healing, when I speak for myself and for so many others, Beverly, if I've done enough healing, I've cleansed myself enough, I'm clear enough, I can be a channel to then be the light and the pioneer for others. And so I see so many, so many people waking up and being on this path, whether it's just for themselves or supporting others. And I also love sharing that the more that we do our own interpersonal work, we feel better, of course, and we help those around us, our community, and we help the collective consciousness, the humanity. So mm -hmm. I see both, both groups there, and there's probably people anywhere in between the two ends of that spectrum. Cool. And then, um, so you said you were a Reiki master. So how do you feel energy and people's vibration fits into this? Oh, another excellent question. As you probably know, um, and I'll share here, of course, everything is energy. On the most basic elemental level, everything is energy. It's, it's not the molecules or atoms. And science has proved over and over again how everything is energy. And it's because of that, everything is interconnected. And so, you know, energy interpenetrates with each other. They coalescence with each other. And as all of us have experienced, oh, so many examples. We walk into a room where you see two people who are like so in love with each other. And you can feel the good. People might say, oh, they've got great vibes. Vibes. There's no accident. They use that word, vibes. <laughs> the vibration of them, high vibration, the high frequency. So I'll back up just a minute. Um, energy moves, as you know, and we call that vibration. And so depending on how fast that vibration moves, uh, we describe that as a level of frequency. So if uh, energy is moving very fast, vibrating quickly, very fast, I should say, it's going to be at a higher frequency. So energies like love and kindness, respect, collaboration, peace, the two people we sense who are so in love, we're feeling that high energy because we can feel energy. And on the other side of the coin, Maybe people are arguing and, you know, that energy just is icky. We don't feel, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. People, so many people are sensitive to energy and they mm -hmm. can feel that. And so to 
bring in this uh, idea of the Reiki, which is one healing modality of many, many wonderful healing modalities on the planet, Reiki being one of them. Reiki is all about energy. It's the chi energy, the life force energy. So backing up just briefly, we have the universal life force energy, which is the all that is life, just as it sounds, life force energy. And then if we bring it into the, although we're all divine beings, we have a human body. We bring that universal life force energy into the human field. That's also known as the aura. But this chi energy then comes through the aura into our chakras and all that. On People can check out Reiki and learn how it works. But it's this chi energy that does give life. And the chi energy that can be and is sensed, whether it's through Reiki, whether it's through uh, healing touch, whether it's walking into a room, recognizing the energy that we're feeling in a group at a party or whatever it is. Everything is energy. So we do feel it. And some people are so sensitive to it. Others may not be as sensitive. Um, but that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's different. And there's different energy frequencies and all kinds of stuff. Reiki's just one. Yeah. Um, so... Um, what about the age of Aquarius and the, the shift that humanity is going through? How do you see that affecting people? Oh, yes. It's affecting so many people in so many ways. Whether they know, whether they are aware that there is this age of Aquarius shift, evolutionary change, evolutionary leap, whether they know about it or not, it's affecting all of us in so many ways. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, there's many. I know you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and I know, and I'm sure your audience can definitely relate as well. You know, like, for example, there's so many symptoms of the actual shift itself. Mm -hmm. Symptoms like... I know I've gone through, gosh, suddenly I'm suddenly so tired and I have got to lay down. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wow, get that reset. And my understanding is, and there may be other reasons, but my understanding is the energies are like integrating. The new energies coming into each person is integrating and making shifts or feeling a little disoriented or a shift in time or what used to feel like, <laughs> yeah. like an hour. Oh my gosh, suddenly it feels like it's only 15 minutes. So there's various symptoms. But beyond that, there's so many other things. For example, we are moving from the old age of Pisces, as you know, the last 2000 years, you know, characterized by aggression, male dominance, war, competitiveness, uh, thinking men and women are not equal, so many judgments and prejudice, and the systems are just no longer working. And this is why we are actually going through an evolutionary leap, because every 2,000, roughly every 2,000 years, there's a shift. 
And then now we are moving into the age of Aquarius, which is characterized by the love and collaboration, respect, kindness, reverence for life, peace, harmony, all of those things that are of such high vibration. But to get there, it doesn't happen, as you know, from one day to the next. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. There's process. So <laughs> oh, my goodness. That might be too startling for everyone. Uh, but what happens is there's a transformation a sh uh, right in the midst, a transition. And that's where we are right now. And what happens is that the old paradigm, that which is no longer working, comes to the surface. And boy, we know this from so many examples, corruption, uh, things that are not working well, the banking system that takes two or three days for a transaction. There's so many things that just are not working anymore that are being brought for us to be become aware of, to see so that we can look at it and resolve it and heal it. And in that, it can help to then dissipate. I love the analogy of how once the old can be resolved and healed, the new can come in. Mm -hmm. So like the leaves of a tree, they fall in the fall time, they fall off the tree. And in the springtime, there's now room for the new leaves to come in. Or I love this analogy that Spirit gave me for my book, uh, Humanity's Cry for Change. Uh, it's called The Greenhouse. And essentially, it's also talking about a shift. And imagine a greenhouse that, you know, it has certain conditions, uh, temperature, the humidity as a, is at a certain level. And... The plants are thriving. They love this. It's so wonderful. And the conditions are ripe. Well, as time goes on, in this greenhouse, the temperature drops. The humidity drops. And those plants are like very, it's so different. And it's not their optimal conditions. So they shift. Or and if they don't shift, they may die. Well, the same is really happening on the planet right now. We're going through such an energy shift. The dear mother earth is the container analogous to the greenhouse in which there are vibratory shifts, higher levels of consciousness, higher vibrations. And for some, it's rubbing up against them, their lower vibrations to the higher ones. And this can cause disruption. And so there's a lot of things happening, like more earthquakes and more intense natural disasters. But also, I mean, that's globally, but also individually. I know I can speak for myself and probably everyone. Having old stuff coming right in front of my face to look yeah. at. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, what am I going to do? This needs to be dealt with if I want peace. And so there's that inner healing. So a long answer to your question, we're <laughs> right in the midst of that change, right in the midst of making that change where the old is coming to the surface for us to deal with. So we can bring in the age of Aquarius.
Yeah, I think part of it is um, the the DNA in our body, which they've they've now shown is actually light, and that's changing. So um, consciousness and energy is actually light energy. Oh, I and so that's why it's coming into us, and it's literally physically changing us. That's why we have to shut down sometimes because we have to integrate that in. Oh. Um, yeah. And you're right, it's it's challenging at times, and it's sad the number of people going. I, I, I think you're right with the fear, and I think there's a lot of grief and anger out there as well. Yes, oh yes. And, and people should know they don't have to suffer alone, because there's yes. lots of coaches out there that can help people through it. So you mentioned one of your books, you have two books, what's the other book about? Yeah, the first book is called Deeply We Are One. Uh-huh. And this is about recognizing our greatness and to really a uh, lot of exercises that helps to build our confidence and to mm-hmm. truly just embrace the divine nature that we are. Mm-hmm. And in doing this, we are then better able to really live that within ourselves and then to better see that in others. And mm-hmm. the more we can see that in others, because whatever we have inside is what we then see outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the more we can feel good about ourselves and and it's okay to feel good and it's okay to acknowledge ourselves. Then we can see this so much easier in others and that's where the the uh ability to then really appreciate and understand that we are all interconnected, that we are all one. So that's essentially what the book is about. Cool. That's nice. So yeah. you have a free gift for our audience. Um, let me see here where I put it. Uh, heart Two heartwarming meditations. Tell us about the meditations. Oh, yes. Oh, they are very uh, loving and they are in my my voice. I've been told I have a very calming voice. And the meditations just really help your heart to open up. One is a playful meditation which is kind of fun and light. And then the other is a little more serious and just meditative and deep. And um, I might add also, in addition to this, I all, all, I am also offering a free complimentary coach session so that oh. people can really get and see what it feels like to have a coaching session and learn of the benefits, you know, because my, my intention and as I mentioned earlier, my intention is to help empower people to really embrace their inherent ability to create so that they know they can make change. You know, I'm living proof on that. So I am uh, really honored to offer that complimentary session. Well, that's a very nice gift. So if you're on YouTube, I'm going to have the link down below. And if you're listening, you want to go to joyfulradiance.com forward slash services. Now that's for the two meditations. How do they get the complimentary coaching? Oh, yes. Uh, They just go to my website, like Uh you said, joyfulradiance.com. And they can, uh, there's a contact form on there that they can reach out to me through the website. And then also uh, they can check out my newest book, Humanity's Cry for Change, which describes some of, but a lot more of what we talked about today, but it describes and gives a lot of answers for people. 
Cool. Wonderful. Okay, so that was joyfulradiance.com. And the meditations are at forward slash services. Or if you use the contact form and just mention that you heard it here on the podcast and you'll get a free coaching. What a wonderful gift. So do you have any closing remarks, Kate? Oh, I do. So many, but I'll leave it to one. It truly is important. And it is a beautiful thing to really recognize your brilliance to recognize the greatness of who you are, to really know you do make a difference, a positive difference. As we work with our own self, we make such a huge positive contribution to all of humanity. And all of us together can work to create this new earth, the age of Aquarius. Thank you. Wonderful. It was great talking to you today, Kate. Thank you for being our guest. It's such a joy. So wonderful to be with you, Beverly. And thank you for all your work. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. And if you give us a little like and subscribe, we appreciate that as well. And remember to be the light you want to see in the world. Mm -hmm.